Okay. So are we call are we calling this thirty five or thirty one? Uh, okay, because I saw in the rundown <laughs> that you had explaining why this is thirty one. I'm like, oh god, we're gonna do this again. Okay, okay. Yeah, I'm still here. So, yeah, sorry. See if I just gotta talk to Bridget real real quick. Was was oh you're gonna stop the call? All right, I'm gonna just uh okay, hang on. Sounds good. Yeah, you always have to chop up the first three minutes of my recording when you get it. Why well, I, pa I I paused it once we stopped, but yeah, there's like the first three minutes. Okay, you ready? Welcome to episode 35 of the Point of Pittsburgh podcast. I'm Kevin Cray. Steve, uh, what do we? What do you want to talk about this week? Because it's uh, pretty grim and pretty awful, which I got to feel is like the fourth week in a row that I've started off the podcast saying that. Um, but man, they... They keep finding some new ways to suck. I I had a crazy dream this week. You want to hear it? 
I, uh, I was, you know, it was me, Haley Atwell, Vanessa uh, Kirby. We were all at PNC Park. And the, the Pirates were just coming off a stretch uh, where the entire month of April they played 20 wins and 8 losses. It was wild. I mean, that clearly must have been just a dream, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. What a what a paradox. There's been like a whole team of scientists studying the effects of podcasting on COVID nineteen, so it's like a, a a live action version of it. Yeah. So, uh, I believe it's your turn on the couch. Um, feel free. Steve, uh, I hear you, and that's fascinating. Um, yeah, I don't really know what to tell you. Uh, I don't really think Travis Williams does anything baseball-related. Um, I think he just kind of designs in-game experiences and lives in a bubble where everything is great. Uh, I don't... We had an article on the point of Pittsburgh... Um, in written form. And I want to say it was, well, it was right after Charrington was fired or quote left, um, the Boston Red Sox. And I said that the pirates should look to pick him up because there's a stunning number of parallels between he and Neil Huntington. And I thought he would make a great AGM. They literally went to the same college. They're both from the new England area, you know, blah, 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 parallels down the line. And then he became the actual general manager after Neil Huntington was was fired and they went searching for it. And I always thought, huh, we're just going to get the same type of GM. It's going to just be Neil Huntington part two. And um, that's pretty much what it's been with Ben Sherrington. Uh, he's done the same type of MO of trades and free agent pickups and even drafting styles I'd, I'd hazard to say uh,
I mean, with every every time there's a regime change, there's always uh, you know scouts leave, people get repositioned, things like that. And but you know, I know that Ben Charrington, Neil Huntington, they're not the ones that are like out beating the bushes on some sixteenth rounder. You know, I, I get that there's I get that there's cross checkers, there's heads of scouting, but the the tempo always comes from the top, no matter if you're a baseball organization or you're selling widgets. Uh, the leadership always comes from the top, and it just has always felt, for better or worse, this is just a continuation of the Neil Huntington years. Yeah, I um I I'd love to I'd love if you were feeling enterprising enough uh with all your free time in quarantine. If you could somehow track down the episode where uh it's clearly in April, but when they gave out the extension to Shelton. And I'd love for you to cut that in somehow. Uh if you don't, you don't, no problem. We're still cool. But you know, there's a lot of people like Oh my God! How is how is Derek Shelton going to survive this? And I was always very hesitant when they made the extension. It was just purely on vibes. I mean, April we were just fueled on vibes. But if there's one thing that Bob Nutting hates more than spending money in general, it's spending money on things that are no longer on the team. Uh, 
And I just don't see any possible scenario that Derek Shelton, sadly, is not the manager of this team in 2024. Now, if they come out and soil themselves again, uh, especially in a year where theoretically they are internally expecting to make the playoffs, uh, then I could see them maybe making a move and he eats the last couple years on it. And if they don't make the playoffs next year, he might just clean house and get rid of Sherrington as well. Um, but uh, yeah, it's just it's just crazy that Derek Shelton, I mean, talk about striking while the iron's hot and having a good agent, you know? Yeah. I know. <laughs> yeah. Well, how would you like to proceed now with the actual rundown of the show? I'll let you deal with choice. Can I take a first crack at Jared Chirolo? Yeah. So Jared Chirolo is Kibrian Hayes without the injury history. Yeah. Yeah.
Yeah, Trillo, shockingly, has even less power than Hayes. Um, but uh, his weighted runs created is actually better than Hayes at this point. Uh, 95, which is obviously nothing to get a ticker tape parade going for, but it's better than Cabrian Hayes' is 83. Um, so, yeah, I'll be curious to see where he goes the rest of the year, see if he can hit for even a modicum of power. Um, but, yeah, uh, Andy Rodriguez... It's, like you said, it was a little bit of a rough debut, but uh, it's only been a couple games. Let's slow, slow our roll down a little bit. Every time Andy Rodriguez is swinging a bat or playing behind home plate only means that Austin Hedges is not. And I am willing to watch Andy Rodriguez struggle, willing to watch him adjust, and I'm willing to just watch him grow because that means that Austin Hedges is not here. Um, I just, I can't, it's just like a... Like, if you were that bad at your job, 
like if you were a major league baseball player and you were batting buck 60, buck 70, your OPS, not your on base percentage or your slugging, but your OPS was like 475. How in the world do you get out of bed every morning and go to the park and not say, hey, Skip, uh, I, I think I need a, like a, a day off or how about if I'm like the, a second bench coach, you know, and I'll just observe and we can get, get some of the younger guys in here and I'll, I'll start helping them get set up on here's how you set up some uh, catcher reports on what the opposing pitchers are doing and uh, or the opposing batters and, you know, kind of just be like a second coach and just ask to be taken out yourself. Just unplug yourself a little bit. It's just amazing that it's gotten to this point. If if only the Pirates if only the Pirates had another catcher on the roster that was drafted first overall. Yeah. I I mean, if, the, if they're willing to not admit to sunk cost fallacy and they're going to hang on to Hedges as long as they can, then just put the lay in AAA, have Hedges be the third catcher, second coach, um, let him pass on his knowledge of how to call a game and pitch frame and things like that. I mean, wh what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Yep.
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it, he's here on he's just here on necessity there with the the implosions of Ronzi Contreras and Luis Ortiz. Um, they're they're out of arms. I mean, they. And they don't seem interested, either able or willing, to just go out and just get a dude, you know, make a trade for just a dude. Um, they're so they're going to just put Priester in. Uh, I have Priester kind of modeled as a low end number three, high number four, uh, which doesn't exactly sound great for a former first round pick, but you know. He's here, and I think he is going to be a major leaguer, which is a lot to be said uh, just from from pitching attrition. But I just I've never really felt that he was going to be a a top of rotation guy. So, uh, one of the favorite pastimes around these parts in July is talking about who the Pirates are going to be trading off at the trade deadline, and sadly this year is no different. Um, So what are your personal thoughts 
why don't we maybe do this somewhat quickly? Uh, just kind of maybe do like a little bit of a rapid fire on. I'll sh toss a name out to you and you tell me what you think. Uh, Carlos Santana. All right, Old Man Rich Hill. Uh, this is one that I will say through gritted teeth because I absolutely do not agree that they should even entertain this. Uh, my feelings on David Bednar are very well known on this podcast. But uh, if the pirates were to dangle David Bednar out there, what do you think? <laughs> yeah. Right. 
Yeah. All right, and just for some giggles, uh, Austin Hedges. Anyone else that I may have forgotten that you'd like to talk about? Yeah, and we're not even going to entertain the notion of Andrew McCutcheon. I mean, he's he's he pretty much came here and said, "Look, I, I'm here. I'm not a trade ship, right?" Yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah.
Right. Yeah. Well, Steve, uh, the pirates are god awful, and um, I guess all is right with the world. You know, nature is healing. Uh, it's probably not even worth our time to do our usual three stars wrap up um, because I don't know if between the two of us we could come up with three stars. Um, so this is probably where we're going to part company. Uh, I hope that you are on the road to recovery from this virus that has uh, basically destroyed the 2020s so far and made uh, the world a terrible place, um, both for its direct medical benefits, but also or direct medical effects, but also how it's ruined discourse in this country. Uh, so aside from that, Mrs. Lincoln, uh, anything else you want to share? You're right. Yeah, but at least we have the pirates to make us feel better. All right. I'm glad I'm glad you're uh, an East Coast man, and uh, I hope to see you in the flesh sometime soon. All right. Well, just... Just remember, it was last August, we went to a pirate game, had maybe a couple too many beers, and came up with an idea for this dumb podcast, and here we are, a year later, torturing ourselves every week, talking about this uh, godforsaken franchise. So I lo- So what I'm trying to say is I look forward to going to a pirate game with you. <laughs> Alright, uh, thank you very much for listening, and we will talk to you later. Bye. Yeah, man.